the Credit Union Overtime Podcast, produced and presented by the Credit Union Webinar Network, powered by FinEd. Today, we have John Muller, Mark Schaefer, and Shane Hendricks with us to discuss their webinar as part of the Remote Workforce Series, Moving to the Cloud, Remote Management of Risks to Member Data. John Muller, a principal at CLA, is focused on serving the technology needs of financial institutions. Over the past 35 years, John has gained extensive experience developing strategic technology plans for financial institutions. He performs technology and vulnerability risk assessments, control reviews, and information security and business continuity program development, implementation, training, and testing. John is a frequent speaker on information security, IT assessments and strategy, CIO outsourcing, and managed IT services. He holds several professional certifications, including Certified Information Systems Security Professional, Certified Ethical Hacker, and EC Council Certified Security Analyst. He received a bachelor's in information technology from Capella University. I'd also like to welcome Mark Schaefer to our podcast. Mark Schaefer is the manager of IT consultancy and cybersecurity in Clifton Larson Allen's Bellevue office. As an evangelist for cybersecurity excellence, Mark knows what is required to protect today's consumer value-driven organizations. His focus on user experience, enterprise risk mitigation, and security operations transformation has produced results in security architecture, market capitalization, and organizational hardening. Known for his calm demeanor, mission focus, and consistency, Mark often mitigates major cybersecurity incidents and user access control issues. Throughout his career, he has held principal leadership roles with scopes of authority exceeding $60 million, which have contributed significant value to diverse global market-leading organizations, including Microsoft, T-Mobile, IBM, and others. And I'd also like to welcome Shane Hendricks. Shane is the Director of IT Consulting and Cybersecurity at CLA's Bellevue, Washington office. Shane puts his ethical hacking skills, problem-solving, vulnerability, and exploitation knowledge to use by evaluating testing and scanning to determine weaknesses in client IT operations, processes, systems, and related controls. He performs a variety of internal and external technical assessments to ensure organizations can appropriately react to threats, identify security gaps, and improve their ability to prevent attacks. Shane has 15 years of experience working in information technology with a prior emphasis on database-driven web application development. Before joining Clifton Larson Allen, Shane worked for the nonprofit EdLab Group as their information technologies specialist. So, CLA team... Um, if you just want to dive right into it, thank you guys so much for joining me today. I have a couple of questions for you regarding your webinar on moving to the cloud. Um, the first is, can you tell us who this webinar is really for? Um, who at the financial institution can gain the most from taking this webinar? Well, Rachel, thank you for the, uh, thanks for the invitation to join you today. Um, the, the, we, we feel that the people, and for those that don't know, I'm Mark Schaefer, uh, we feel that the people that would be um, that would find the most value with today's conversation are those decision makers that are looking at the cloud for scale, for growth, for flexibility and portability. Um, uh, uh, typically, anyone in the audit, financial, or executive suite. Awesome. Well, thank you for that, Mark. Anything else to add, fellas? Yeah, this is John. The only thing I would add there too with that is is also looking at uh, potentially the uh, IT teams are, are important as well. So looking at uh, moving to the cloud, what kinds of considerations um, should you have um, 
you know, are there applications that will work, things that uh, might be problematic? We'll point those out as we go through the presentation as well. Awesome. Well, fantastic. Um, and I guess to kind of follow up on that, um, my next question is, why is this a timely session? Why um, should we be focusing on moving um, our information to the cloud now um, as opposed to, you know, another time? Why should we, why is this really important to focus on, guys? <laughs> well, I think as we look at, um, I think as we look at today's uh, uh, industry trends within cybersecurity within IT, it's, it's very easy to see where um, the need for up-to-date and relevant controls um, are absolutely essential. And um, as organizations are looking at reducing their total cost of ownership, um, uh, we feel and believe that uh, that, that uh, hosting and go and moving more towards um, the flexibility that uh, that the cloud offers provides more. Um, well, bottom line, more security and more flexibility with regards to cost. I like the sound of that. <laughs> Always looking to save the institution money. Anything else to add, John or Shane? Yeah, I think the other thing um, that that you can consider there too. Mark hit on a little bit talking about security, but uh, we know how much ransomware has been in the news this year, and so moving to the cloud may be another uh, type of uh, almost a mitigating control, if you want to think about it that way, against ransomware. If that cloud vendor is going to be able to put in place uh, more controls or more effective controls. Uh, against ransomware than the financial institution may be able to do themselves. And, and, and Rachel, when we think about that, it, it is really about um, availability and having those, um, having that recovery point and the recovery time. I mean, with financial institutions, customer data is key. In that and we're really talking about somebody's livelihood. And the relevance of protecting that information is absolutely mission critical. And today's cloud uh, services and cloud solutions um, uh, really do provide that flexibility and, and the ability to recover very quickly, whereas on-prem doesn't necessarily offer that same type of flexibility. So that's really interesting, you guys. My my kind of next question, and this kind of falls into it kind of perfectly, was I was kind of going to ask about um, the... Uh, safeness of moving to the cloud and what and so you guys are actually saying that you feel like it's safer to have you know that external cloud um you know protection rather than you know kind of an in-house kind of server that we're using um you guys actually think moving it to the cloud is a safer way um and so can you kind of give us um maybe an example or, or two of how that um how to how that better protects us um sure so when we think about you know, think about moving to the cloud. One of the things I, I think of first is identifying my critical applications and moving those critical applications into the cloud. So a way in which that cloud environment may be more secure or more accessible is, let's say I have some type of incident that happens locally that impacts my network, it impacts my access of that local area network. If I'm in the cloud with that critical application, it may be something that is uh, facing the consumer. And so it's still up, it's still running, even though my network may be down locally. And the other thing becomes if I'm 
running in the cloud, I just need to establish a secure connection into that application if I'm going to administer that. And, and many times you can do that off your network. And so, again, if my network has been impacted, whether it's ransomware, whether it's some type of disaster um, that's happened, my application is someplace else. And and that's why I think, you know, when we look at this, it it's from the ability to withstand some type of an incident and that resilience uh, moving through that is something that I think the cloud offers that's really hard to replicate internally. And, and to John's point, I think that um, doing a full technology readiness assessment prior to making the decision to move to the cloud is absolutely mission critical. Um, though the, there are elements associated with cloud, as John pointed out, that you aren't going to be able, that t- a typical financial institution is not going to be able to replicate um, on-prem. Um, you know, as, as John pointed out, you know, you are going, we do want to look at things like um, um, the application list and, you know, whether or not you're using structured or unstructured data, database sizing, um, overall storage requirements. I mean, all of these elements come into that assessment prior to making that thoughtful decision. And we recommend to all of our clients that they do um, fully assess their environment prior to making any kind of major decision like, like a like a cloud, um, moving to the cloud choice. However, as we do look at things like malware, ransomware, and today's technology impacts, those threat vectors and um, that, are, that, are, that do plague not only the financial sector, but also you know, uh, you know, supply chain. You just pick up a newspaper, you see where, these, where the risks are. Um, we, we know that, and, and it's proven that having the flexibility of those cloud services, whether it's PaaS or SaaS, or even infrastructure as a service, we know that they do provide viable solutions. I'd also say, Ned, that the maturity of the services are becoming uh, far more comprehensive, um, even now stretching beyond what many of the smaller organizations are capable of within their own internal infrastructures and systems. So now you have the the protection from um, larger based co-location and the physical security, the fire suppressions, um, all the way to some of the more technical controls such as the backups being available and the redundancy. Um, some of which is being touched on by Mark and John. So uh, that additional maturity from those cloud services uh, really is something that can benefit an organization well above and beyond what, and again, mostly to the smaller orgs, what they can perform or, or, uh, or be able to sustain, um, you know, with a local environment. And, and I also think that there's an element here that we haven't really talked about, and that's the the, the, the regulators, right? I mean, um, um, we understand that um, the federal regulators are constantly um, examining risk associated with cloud offerings. And, the, and a really good thing about um, um, the, today's cloud solutions for financial institutions is that once a regulator reviews one cloud solution, those controls are then applicable for the most part for other institutions. So as opposed to consistently um, uh, having to do a a lot of rework, 
um, uh, there there is an opportunity to uh, there there is an opportunity to leverage its scale. Whereas um, on prem, everything is is in many cases it's configured differently. Shane, you've you've had quite a bit of experience with regard to the regulators. How do you see the regulators' view of the cloud today? Yeah, so it kind of goes back to what I was saying before. They're, the regulators are going to look for specific uh, security backup um, that those types of controls are in place. And by moving to the, the cloud, you you can easily ensure, provided your vendor management processes and and evaluating that vendor. But uh, usually, those types of controls are well established. Um, well established because often they have to satisfy all different types of regulations across many different types of organizations. So they're usually all there and there's not a need for um, the organization to worry so much uh, for making sure every single one of those tick boxes are checked off that the regulator is going to be looking for because often they're already established. Um, yeah, hopefully that answers the question. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you, guys. Um, definitely. And so are there any... Uh, Common security mistakes that you see um, institutions, you know, you've personally seen uh, kind of often um, that maybe that they're making while moving to the cloud or that they're making by not moving to the cloud? Well, there's a I few think things that we're seeing, um, you, you know, and I think it's very important that as a, and for me, it's not just it's not just common security because you've got to look at the at the decision overall holistically. Um, you know, um, foundational security things like network latency, network speed, um, virtualization, um, processing power. Um, we see oftentimes where um, an uneducated consumer will make a decision and overspend in the cloud. And um, from a, and it's not necessarily just just from a security perspective because you can focus solely on security with identity and access management and those controls. Um, but there are multiple lev levers that typically an, um, an organization hasn't previously looked at. And I think that um, that from a foundational perspective, it's important to review um, not only the physical environment, but the, um, the application and the, and the technical tools, um, as well as the data requirements, um, and really have a have a full understanding of the business process associated with the organization. Um, uh, specifically with cybersecurity, John, you've you've looked at some of those areas. Where do you see some gaps? Yeah, Mark, you you hit on it. I think one of the things that I see is just kind of a, a common mistake is a misunderstanding of what the cloud will deliver to the institution and the value from it. And so um, over the years, I've, I've seen many institutions see the cloud as kind of a silver bullet, so to speak, in that if we move everything into the cloud, all of our IT issues go away. And, and they really don't because you have um, you still ha can have performance issues. You can have connectivity issues. Um, you still have to stay on top of security. The other thing that moving to the cloud does is it heightens the vendor management aspect. 
So um, your ability to manage that vendor and really understand what they're going to deliver contractually uh, is important. And so I think a lot of times what we see is a um, institution that was maybe sold versus really understanding what their needs were and and coming up with something that meets those needs. And so uh, it's almost like a case of buyer's remorse at some point down the road because the cloud hasn't delivered what they thought it would deliver based upon how it was sold to them. I think we also see with regard to risk and to John's point, I mean, we've got to have, you've got to look at risk. And, and so as, as we know, cybersecurity is really, it's really a risk. How are we mitigating and managing risk? And, and really it's about how are we managing data privacy availability, malicious and threat actor activity? How are we managing the risk associated with these, um, with these traditional threat vectors? Um, but moving to the cloud doesn't remove the threat vector. And I think to John's point, it's really important to understand. In some cases, it expands or um, widens the threat vector. I mean, we're, we're talking about a, a, um, an environment that has, in, in some cases, shared hardware with other organizations. You have a virtual machine that's, that's tar- that is yours, but it's it's part of a physical logical partition within a within a within a on a disk in a server in a in a in a data center, and so it's important to understand that virtualization doesn't provide necessarily the strict segmentation that some organizations require, um, and and um, and it's important to understand that data encryption becomes more. Um, more important today than ever. Data encryption, data at rest, data in use. I mean, um, historically, we've talked about data encryption um, for data in, in transit and data at rest. But today we're seeing where, you know, you, that encryption needs to also main, be maintained even in use because that data is, is exposed at that point. And and in to, and today's threat actor or malicious actor, we know that they are evolving. That the that the that the threat actor is becoming um, more um, uh, well well smarter, more um, and more efficient in their attacks. And so it's important to stay one step ahead and and always be looking at 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 how are we managing, mitigating, and prioritizing a.k.a. enumerating the risk associated with our environment. Absolutely. Fantastic. Thank you guys so much for that. And just to end out the day, I want our listeners to get to know you all just a little bit better. So I was wondering if you could share a little bit about what Clifton Larson Allen does and what you guys have to offer. Sure. Um, As far as uh, what we have to offer, there's quite a bit. Uh, So we refer to ourselves as a professional services organization. So generally, people think about CLA in terms of outsourcing um, tax services, assurance services, wealth advisory services. They don't necessarily um, see us as that IT firm, but I think once they get to know us and work with us, they find that um, the group that Mark Shane and I are in is very technical. 
um, have a deep industry knowledge. So we work within um, a financial institutions group um, at CLA that's comprised of hundreds of people that do nothing but focus on the different needs of financial institutions. And so while we're um, experts in the areas of uh, information security, um, technology, and consulting, we have peers and other disciplines as well that go just as deep um, in their areas of specialization. So CLA really is a is a kind of a I hate to say the one stop shop, but that's what we try to be. We talk about being seamless uh, to our clients and and serving them on many levels across the spectrum of, of services and and uh, so yeah. Appreciate the opportunity, Rachel, to talk about ourselves, but uh, we're not usually really good at that. We're more interested in, in finding out what our client needs are and figuring out how we can uh, help them um, further their business. And, and John, you hit the nail on the head. I mean, I think that that's one thing that we provide and do very well that other pro professional services firms don't. Um, our goal is to be our client's primary trusted cybersecurity and IT advisors. And we do that through um, service excellence and innovation. Um, we take and believe that the voice of our clients is mission critical to the business that we provide. And, um, and we listen to our clients. And, and with that, we improve our services as, our, as threat actors and, and even, regulate, uh, even, even regulators are constantly evolving. So are we, because we listen to our clients. We pay attention to what's going on in the marketplace, and we're constantly improving um, uh, what we're doing on a daily, weekly, monthly, and annual basis. And I think that that's a huge differentiator. Um, the other thing that really makes a big difference for us is the relationship. Um, it's For us, it's not just about checking the box, as John pointed out. It's really about building a relationship and being that primary contact um, for, for our clients um, not only to help them with their annual audit and and their and their and their annual pen testing, but to be there if if if, if heaven forbid they need help, um, because you know as well as I do in today's world sometimes that happens, um, and it's and it's good to know that that our clients at least our clients tells tell us it's good to know that you guys are there to support us if ever we need the help. Absolutely. Well, thank you guys so much for that brief little overview. Thank you guys so much for taking the time to meet up with me today. Really appreciate it. And for all our listeners out there, you can access and purchase John, Mark, and Shane's webinar, Moving to the Cloud, Remote Management of Risks to Member Data at our website using the link in our show notes. You can also visit us at cuwebtraining.com. Be sure to follow us on LinkedIn and Facebook on the Credit Union Webinar Network pages. Before I sign off, I would like to thank all of our state association partners, our topic experts, and you, the listeners. Thank you for all you do to support your members. Thanks for listening in. Mm -hmm.